0: Welcome to Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, assistant pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. This broadcast will challenge and encourage God's people to seek revival. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studios at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very Word of God. Today, I'm looking forward to getting into the second chapter of the book of 2 Corinthians. And we're continuing this book study verse by verse through 2 Corinthians. Now, we've already gone all the way through 1 Corinthians, of course, and we've gone through chapter 1 of 2 Corinthians, and now we're beginning this second chapter. If you have missed any of our Bible studies, you can find all of those archived via our podcast. Our podcast is entitled Striving for Revival. It's available wherever podcasts are found, and if you'll just simply go to Spotify or iTunes or wherever you find your podcasts, type us in, hit subscribe, you have instant access to all of the Bible studies that we have ever done, and we're trying just to go through the Bible and verse by verse studying it out, just giving a simple application, just uh, giving the content and context of the passages. And I believe this is helping, uh, at least it's helping my uh, understanding, as we uh, take the time to study the Word of God. Now, in chapter number one, Paul had been on the defense a little bit, especially toward the end of the chapter. He had told them in Corinth he had planned to come, but he'd been providentially hindered. And Paul tells them, now listen, you should be glad that I've been hindered because had I come... Uh, in the uh, in the beginning, I would have had to set some things straight, and it would not have been a pleasant experience for you because there has been some sin in the church. He said, but God spared you. And I talked to you about this last broadcast, and I'd encourage you to go listen. The delay was for their benefit. And often that is true in my life and in yours. The delay is for our benefit. We think we want something in the immediate. We say, I need that now now but god's timing is always perfect timing god is always on time with everything that he does and so sometimes things might not come when you think they should but they always come when god determines that they should and you'll find out when you understand it better by and by that god's way is the best way. Now we're journeying into chapter two, and there's some powerful principle here principles here in the first two or three verses that we'll talk about today that I think will be a help in my life and help in yours. In fact, I preached this thought in our church and not long ago. In chapter two, verse number one, here's what it says But I determined this with myself, that I would not come again to you in heaviness. For if I make you sorry, Who is he then that maketh me glad, but the same which is made sorry by me? Now, here's what Paul is saying. I want to come to you, and I purpose to come to you. But when I come to you, I don't want to come to you heavy. I don't want to come to you having to set wrong things right. I don't want to come to you with a a harshness about me. I don't want to come to you discouraged or disappointed. I want to come to you full of joy so that I can increase your joy and I wrote this down in my Bible that uh, if I discourage my encouragers, I have no hope of being encouraged. Here's what I know about myself, and I believe it's true for you. If you'll listen to me for just a minute, I am my biggest discourager. I'm talking about myself. Is that not true with you? Isn't it true that we often are our harshest critic, and we have the tendency to think negatively or to react negatively or to just uh, look at our life and say, you know what, I I probably shouldn't have done that or I should have done this or I could have done better here. And if we're not careful... We can discourage ourselves. Elijah did that. Elijah totally discouraged himself. Nobody told Elijah to go lay up under that juniper tree. Elijah convinced Elijah that he was of no use, of no value, outnumbered and done. And he crawled up under that tree himself. And if we're not careful, we can be our biggest discourager. But here's something you have to remember. While I am my own discourager, there are others out there that depend on me to be their encourager. There are folks that you and I influence and impact every single day that are relying on us to be a positive reinforcement, Uh, an example. Of being on the winning side, somebody who's got victory in their life. There's somebody that needs a word in due season, needs a shoulder to lean on, needs uplifted in the time when they're down, and they're depending on you and I to be their encourager. Now, here's what I'm thinking if I determine to be discouraged, then you cannot be encouraged. It's just impossible. We're all going to be discouraged together. But But if I will determine within myself, and there is where the battle lies, therein, inside of me, in my mind, in my heart, if I determine not to allow myself to be influenced by my negative thought or a negative circumstance or an external stimuli, if I can control my spirit If I can control my mind and keep myself living on the victory side, then I can ensure even when things look discouraging that I can be an encourager. Now, that is the thing that we need today. We have so many Christians that are so quick to air out their discouragement. They're so quick to advertise the negative. They're so quick to let us know about their emotional state I'm talking about, I'm depressed, I'm discouraged, had a bad day, it's been hard, not much good going on right now, and they're so quick to just broadcast that, not knowing that what you're doing is that you are discouraging your encouragers, and your encouragers are not going to come to you and lift you up out of that thing. You've got to determine within yourself, do do your own preaching. Before you preach to other people, you better preach to yourself. Don't you go tell somebody else to get up out of the ditch if you're in it. Uh, don't tell somebody else to get up out of the uh, valley if you're in it don't tell somebody else to get up from underneath that juniper tree if you refuse to get up yourself you and i have got to keep ourselves encouraged you think here's what here's what we think well that man never has any hard days that lady never has any trouble there's no drama in their life are you crazy everybody has problems everybody has issues in fact some people are issues but everybody has issues everybody goes through different situations that are not pleasant So what makes the difference? Why is it there are some people that are positive and some people negative and some people joyful and some people always sorrowful and some people in victory and some people in bitterness and some people with optimism and some people in pessimism. What is the difference? The difference is not genetic makeup. The difference is not chromosome. The difference is not prescription pills. The difference is not finances. The difference is not external stimuli. The difference is a determination within that I am going to not allow this to discourage me i will not be influenced from the outside i will be directed by the inside i'm going to control my spirit i'm gonna control my heart i'm gonna guard my mind let this mind be in you which was also in christ jesus gird up the loins of your mind so many thoughts go through our mind every single day but you can control which thoughts take root I think it was Tom Malone said he has cubbies of pigeons. He said, I have cubbies of pigeons flying through my mind all the time. He said, and I have to pick out which one to shoot. And that is true. There's just so many different thoughts. Bob Jones Sr. said, you might not keep a bird from flying over your head, but you can keep him from making a nest in your hair. You be, be careful what you dwell on. Paul said, if I would have come to you too soon, I would have come heavy, but I determined this, I'm not going to allow myself to show up and be a Debbie Downer. I'm not going to be some pessimistic uh, a preacher showing up there telling them, you know, woe is you and woe is me because of you. He said, no, I want to encourage you. I want to increase your joy. I want to make sure that you live on the winning side by saying, hey, Paul is living on the winning side. Parents, you've got to be careful. Not, not so much the preaching, but the, uh, but the expression, the uh, attitude, the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the spirit of your home. You better be careful that you don't bring discouragement and depression, despondency and darkness there. You've got to be careful with that in the church. we got to be careful, men in the pulpit, that we don't always just air out how bad it is i'm not saying we don't tell them how bad it is we do that every week here we try to preach it uh, straight and hard we preach the truth all of it but you never leave somebody without hope you never in negative now you might begin or you might be in the middle somewhere negative but you wrap that thing up. Hey, we're on the winning side. Hey, Jesus rose from the grave. Hey, Jesus is coming again. Hey, in the book of Revelation, the old devil gets cast into a lake of fire, and Jesus rules and reigns. And hey, we'll spend forever with Him. Thank God. Won't it be wonderful? There having no burden to share. And I'll tell you, I determined this with myself. You think I wake up every day excited? No, I don't wake up every day full of uh, 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 joy and saying, "Hey," at five in the morning when that alarm clock rings. Hallelujah, glory to God. I wake up like you do, but at some Somewhere along the line, I and you as well have to determine within ourselves that we will not discourage our encouragers, that we will control our own spirit, that we will guard our heart, that we will gird up our mind, and that we will determine, hey, I think I'll just be happy. Until next time, pray with me for revival. Thank you for joining us today for Striving for Revival with Justin Cooper, Assistant Pastor at North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California.